The podcast you're about to hear was made with Anchor. You can use Anchor to make a podcast right from your phone, no experience necessary. Plus, it's completely free. Get the app at anchor.fm slash podcast. Have you ever wondered what makes up your FICO score? Stick around as we discuss the five categories that make up that three-digit number. Hi, this is Chris, and welcome to Popcorn Finance. Hi, I hope everyone is doing well, and welcome to Popcorn Finance, where we discuss the finance issues that we all deal with and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. This week has been all about our credit system and how key changes such as the Fair Credit Reporting Act in 1970 and just a desire to make some type of algorithm to make our credit reports comparable across multiple agencies led to the development of the FICO score. And the FICO score has played a major role in many of our lives, uh, some for the good, some for bad, and for others, both. And that's why today I wanted to talk about what actually goes into the creation of this FICO score. The FICO score is a three-digit number that ranges from 300 to 850. And depending on where you fall in this range, it can make a huge impact on your financial life. So stick with me for the next segment where we'll be discussing the five factors that go into the calculation of your FICO credit score. Hey, Chris, it's Christian. Um, Yeah, thanks for giving me a shout out and just saying, hey, that was really nice. Um, I think it's cool when people that make channels or, I guess, stations, as you would call them, an anchor. I think it's cool when they greet their viewers um, or their listeners. So, yeah, um, one comment I just wanted to say was I think your logo or your um, profile picture, as you might want to call it, for anchor is really sweet. I think it's pretty cool, and I think it's uh, pretty fun and, and awesome. And also your description's pretty cool, so... Um, yeah, you, you've got it there, so thanks again, and I guess I might hear you later sometime. Okay, bye. Christian, thanks for the call in. I really appreciate the support, and it's really good to hear from you. Uh, I think that's one of the coolest things about being here on Anchor is that you actually get to hear back from the people who are listening. And for me, working on this station has been a lot of fun. I really enjoy learning about different uh, finance topics, and then kind of like taking that and flipping it around and trying to simplify it and teach others about it and the fact that people are listening to me do this is is really cool it's amazing that anyone would spend some of their time listening to kind of whatever it is i'm putting out there so that's why when i have the time i like to reach out to those who i see listening because i'm just very appreciative that um that you're spending some of your time listening to this there's so many other things you could be watching or listening to uh that i just really appreciate you choosing popcorn finance to be one of those things so thanks so much again christian for checking out the show i appreciate the support and you're more than welcome to call in anytime you have any other question or comment you'd like to add to the show okay let's get into the five factors that make up uh, your credit score and these will be the five areas that FICO uses in their calculation. They have this algorithm that 
they don't share a ton about, but we do know what actually is being used to make up this score and kind of how they're, how each of these factors are weighted. The first and largest factor that makes up your FICO credit score is payment history, and it accounts for roughly about 35% of your score. And when I say payment history, what I really mean is, are you paying your bills on time? Because that's essentially what's being tracked in this area. The key word to remember is delinquency. You do not want any of your accounts to become delinquent. And delinquent just means you're basically late on your payment. Um, being one day late means that you're one day delinquent. And typically, most lenders don't report delinquencies until you miss at least one or two months payment. So we're talking about 30 to 60 days delinquent. So I don't want you to freak out if you know your, your credit card payment was due on the 10th and you didn't make it until the 13th. Um, that shouldn't really have an impact on your credit score but we're talking more so about large like spans of time that have passed between when your payment was due and when you actually make it. And if your account remains delinquent, eventually it will be sent to collections. And what this means is that the lender, after not receiving payment for several months, will decide that it's time to sell this debt to at least recoup some of their money. So, for instance, if you have a, a line of credit that, say, is that has a balance of about $10,000, maybe that lender can go sell it for $5,000 or $7,000. Um, you know, they're taking a loss, they're taking a hit on that, but at least they're getting their money back right away versus, you know, hoping that you actually make a payment. And if you have an account that goes to collections, it will definitely make a huge impact on your credit score. Um, all hope isn't lost. Um, there are times where you can actually call that collection agency arrange to make payments and they'll contact these credit bureaus and have this delinquency, this collection removed from your, your credit report. But that's not always guaranteed that that will be a possibility. So I definitely recommend avoiding this at all costs because it's definitely going to cost you, at the very least, a lot of your time to get all of this straightened out. The second factor in your FICO credit score is the amount owed. And you can kind of think of this as the percentage of credit used or ratio of total credit being used to available credit balance. Ideally, you would want to keep this ratio as low as possible, which would be zero, uh, which would mean that you're using none of the available credit on your card. But um, most professionals say that you want to be under 10% uh, to minimize the impact that this will have on your credit score. So, for example, if you have a credit card with a limit of $1,000 and you have a balance of $100, that means that you have a 10% credit utilization ratio, you can say, and uh, would, that will put you in, in, a, in a safe range to be where you'd have minimal impact on your credit score. One tip that I came across in the dark days when I was dealing with a little more than $27,000 in debt was that I could help improve my credit score by improving my credit utilization ratio. And I did this by periodically requesting credit line increases on the cards I had available. So, for example, if we use the same numbers as before, if I have a credit card with a $1,000 limit and I have a $100 balance, if I call in and say I'd like to request my credit line be increased and they move it up to $2,000, I went from a 10% credit utilization ratio down to 5% uh, and therefore reducing my overall credit utilization if you look at all of my cards as a whole. So I would definitely only recommend this if you're in a position where you are really not going to use those cards anymore and you're just working towards paying off your debt. Uh, don't just increase your limits so that you can spend more. I definitely would not recommend that.
Okay, I'm going to take a quick break here, and when I come back, we'll discuss the remaining three factors that make up your FICO credit score. Hey, you're listening to Popcorn Finance on Anchor.fm. The third factor in your FICO credit score is your length of credit, or it's sometimes referred to as your length of credit history. And this makes up about 15% of your total score. And what's taken into consideration here is the age of the oldest and newest lines of credit. And the older, the better. Basically, they want to look at how long have you been able to maintain your credit and hopefully in good standing. They say that it's impossible to receive a perfect score of 850 without substantial credit history or length of credit history. Um, the average age of someone with a perfect credit history is 61. So it doesn't really matter if you're, you know, making all your payments on time, if you're doing everything you should do. If you're young, you're not going to really be able to obtain that perfect credit score. Another piece of data that's taken into consideration is the average age of all of your lines of credit. So basically, you're just going to take all your credit lines, look at how long they've been opened, divided by the total number, and take that age. And with this as well, the older the better. A piece of information that surprised me, I wasn't aware of this, was that you need at least a minimum of six months of credit history in order to have a FICO score generated. So this means that even if you have done everything you're supposed to do for the first three months of establishing credit, you're not going to see a score at all. You'll have to wait until six months of actual data has been compiled for a FICO score to be generated. And also another thing to keep in mind is that if you close one of your lines of credit, it will remain on your credit report, uh, but only for 10 years. So that means that if you're someone who's only had one line of credit uh, and you close it and 10 years pass, then you will have no longer have anything present to uh, make up that credit score. There's a story about a woman in Florida who had closed all of her lines of credit. So she had no credit card, no mortgage, everything had been paid off. And she had done this years ago. And she went out to apply for a line of credit to make a purchase. And she found out that she had no FICO score. And that's because it had been 10 years since the last line of credit had actually been opened. Actually, it had been more than 10 years. So there's no data for a FICO score to be generated. So keep that in mind when you're considering closing any of your, say, credit cards that you paid off. Um, it would probably be in your best interest to maybe destroy the credit card, but keep that credit line open just to preserve that history because, uh, you know, time goes by and you close it. And next thing you know, you may need to uh, apply for some new line of credit and that credit history that you had before could be lost. So just keep that in mind. FICO factor number four is new accounts, and this only makes up about 10% of your total FICO score uh, and is really not considered crucial unless you have very little credit history. This factor looks at any new accounts that have been opened or any inquiries that have been made on your credit report in the past six to 12 months. And when it comes to new accounts, the fewer the better. Uh, basically, it's going to look like you're in some type of financial trouble if you're opening up many lines of credit in a very short period of time. So it will be best to only open lines of credit when you actually need them and try to avoid any type of impulse applications, especially when you're in department stores where it's very easy to apply for a new line of credit. And now on to the fifth and final factor in the FICO credit score. That was very difficult to say. It is credit mix. Credit mix refers to the types of credit that you have or have had open uh, over the course of your life. 
And what they're looking for is a mix between installment loans and revolving credit. Uh, revolving credit would be a credit card. It's a type of credit line that is continuously open until you close it, and it basically revolves. It's a series of using that line of credit and then repaying it. And it, there's never a definitive end. It just kind of keeps going. Installment loans are things like mortgages, auto loans, personal loans. Uh, they have a specific dollar amount that's given and a definitive end date when the actual loan will be paid off and then closed. I forgot to mention before that credit mix only makes up about 10% of your total FICO score. So it's not a huge factor in the outcome of your score, and it's mainly used to see if you're capable of handling multiple types of credit and is considered the least important factor that goes into your FICO score. So there you have it. Those are the five factors that make up your FICO credit score. Another difficult phrase to say. Uh, you have payment history, amount owed or credit utilization, length of credit history, you have new accounts, and credit mix. Now that you're armed with this information, you can go out there and achieve that perfect credit score of 850. Now, as always, I want to thank all of you for taking some of your time to listen to this show. I really appreciate the support and the feedback and all the call-ins I've received. Now, if you have any questions or comments or just anything you want to see uh, talked about on the show in later episodes, please feel free to uh, send in a call-in. I definitely appreciate you all, and, uh, and I like hearing from you. I hope you all enjoy the rest of your day, and thanks for listening. Thanks for joining me here on Popcorn Finance. If you like what you've been hearing, please don't forget to favorite the station. To find out more information or keep up on what's new, visit popcornfinance.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Popcorn Finance and on Instagram at Pop Finance. Thanks for listening and have an amazing day. podcast you just heard was recorded with anchor if you want to make your own download the android or ios app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast that's anchor.fm slash podcast